Hello, welcome to IntelliCast. We're back. Season 5, episode 22. Been a while. We took a little summer hiatus, huh? We did. I mean, I think this is our second episode we've recorded in maybe six weeks, maybe. Wow. So to our loyal listeners, thank you for your patience. Um, Work happened. Life happened. Brian was off a little bit. I was off a little bit. We've been traveling. We're lucky to fit this one in. If this one was canceled, it might have been a while before we done another one. I know you're hitting the road again for two more weeks. So yeah, yeah, if we didn't get this one in today, which as we were recording, it is a Friday. If we didn't get this in, it would be pretty much end of August. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Um, you can reach us at Intellicast at emi-rs.com. Follow us on Twitter, EMI underscore research or Intellicast1. Um, you can leave us a voicemail or text message at 513-401-5463. We love text messages, so let's hear it. Um, probably not a very lengthy episode. It's been kind of a little quiet period in uh, research for the most part. Um, yeah. So mostly news, I guess, right? Yeah, mostly news. Yeah. So a few, uh, few current events and stuff. We mentioned we've life has taken place, work, travel. You are traveling coming up here. Um, First week, more client visits, but second week, you are going to be in Georgia, are you not? Yes, I'm a speaker at the MMR Future of Insights Summit. That's August 10th and 11th in Athens, Georgia. I think my title, which I've got most of my my presentation done, I'm going to send it to you today for the marketing and VP stamp of approval. It needs some work, but it's about the commoditization of sample is jeopardizing the insights industry. Um, I think it'll be really cool. I'm going to really shape the minds of the college, graduate college students. Um, being on a college campus is always fun. I, um, I open up for, this is like my third time I've opened up for Melanie Courtright. So I'm going to have to work out a deal with her. She's on a panel afterwards and a lot of good speakers. It's really, I think it's the secret, most secret, best conference of the year. Yeah, you have described it as that, I think, every episode. So, and I agree. If you look at the people who are going and the speakers that are going to be there, uh, it rivals probably some of the speaking content at Quirks and IIEX. Yeah, it's just a little over a day. It's kind of like a, an evening and then a full day and another evening. So it's kind of short. And what better place to be in August than, you know, Georgia, South Georgia, no better place to be. <laughs> um, Thank God for air conditioning. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'll be there. Um, we know that Gabby and Mary just got back from Quirks. Um, they presented the company, how much they enjoyed it. And then, um, oh, I need to promote our Insights Association Fall Conference. The link is up. The it's in Chicago, um, September 7th through 9th. And it's almost all brands go uh, speaking. If you were a vendor of some sort on the supply side, you probably were not approved to speak because there's so many brands in Chicago. So um, check that out. It's all over the place. We can probably send a link out to that. September 7th through 9th in Chicago. Um, I think Melanie Courtright's going to be there too. Oh, she's coming to Chicago to see you guys? Yeah, she. I think she tries to hit up a lot of the regional conferences. And so I, she tried to do that right when COVID started. I remember she was at SampleCon and then you know COVID happened. But I think she likes to get out and that's a way for her to kind of talk to people and really get close to the trends and stuff. So I appreciate her doing that. Well, also, isn't this one of like the first few fall ones with this new realignment as well? Yeah. So ours is September 7th through not Yes. And um, I think it's the Southwest chapter. I don't remember the name, but Las Vegas has a conference at the end of September. I'm sure she'll be there. 
the CEO summit is happening, uh, I think in September, right after this in Chicago. And then in New York later this year is the, what's the uh, corporate research, researchers conference, CRC. Yeah, yeah so they moved it out of Orlando. Instead of having it in nice, warm Florida in, Dece- in yeah. Q4, they're going to have it in New York. Yeah, I, I so. like the I like the venue change, but maybe not the time of year for that. If people yeah, want to get away, get warm. I was at a had a meeting yesterday about leadership, and um, somebody on the client side was talking about um, how valuable the CRC is from a corporate researcher side. Um, I've never been to that conference, but I've I've always heard great things about it. So lots uh, of current uh, events, I guess, coming up. There is. Um, which of our two announcements do you want to go first? I have one in mind. I'll see if we're going to pair up. Uh, you go. Just go. This is All right. So we got an email this week that we made the Insights Association Top 50 Insights and Analytics Report rankings for this report. We are ranked number 25 in market research. So I think it's market research agency. So there's a little story behind that. We were 24. We got a note. Someone paid their dues. Now they bumped us down to 25, but we are number 25. Yeah, and we will be promoting that. You will see it. You will know what number we are soon. It was kind of cool to be part of it. Um, shows a 16.6% growth in the industry, including indicating that not only a recovery post-pandemic, but a resurgence of organic growth. So that's always good to hear. And um, excited to see who beat us. So we yeah. can challenge them to an insights off as we work our way up the top 25. No, if we're going to beat them, we're going to challenge them to a scurry. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we'll do a little charity event for them. Um, so yeah, that's exciting news. Um, I think that full list will be reported in pretty soon, right? Uh, yeah, I, they didn't really give me a date on when that's coming out, but I have to imagine here fairly shortly. Yeah, it's published by the Insight Association. By the way, we we should get paid for as much for promoting the Insight Association. Um uh, partnership with Michigan State, SMR is involved, um, Outsell Inc. I'm not sh- very familiar with them, but I'm sure they're awesome. And thank you for your support. Um, so it's the, kind of a top 50 report that's been around for a long time. It's kind of changed names a lot over the past few years, but we're in it. So that's awesome. Yeah. And then we have one other big one. I'll let you take that. It's not new oh, news, our, but it's it's fairly recent news. Our webinar our webinar and the announcement of our sample quality <laughs> optimization rating. Well, I like to call it score. <laughs> um, <laughs> some people call it sample quality optimization rating. We just did a webinar. Basically what this is, we've had a lot of data as a lot of research companies have on all the traffic that we have through surveys. We built a platform, gosh, led by Amy Carley about 15 years ago that we built as we were one of the original aggregators, I like to say we were aggregating way before it was cool. Um, it certainly was not cool to aggregate back then, but we knew it was needed. Um, we call it blending now, strategic blending, but we built a platform called Swift years ago to kind of manage using multiple vendors. We built um, digital fingerprinting components, deduplication components, CAPTCHA. Um, we used different type of fraud blocking, We've used um, lots of different things in it and we've used over time. And now there's a lot of them out there, but we've never really promoted this as uh, externally, but we've had it for a long time. Um, But it collects so much data that we now, um, using Tableau, combine all this data into this optimization rating of our partners. 
and man, I could talk about this all day long. I'm, not, I'm probably going down a rabbit hole here. <laughs> you might want to download our um, webinar we did with Mary and Gabby and I just yesterday. But basically, we use three different metrics to evaluate our partner network. Uh, depending on which metric is high or low, we can take different actions. We work with our partners to improve it. We work with our clients to try to improve it. We work, um, we make sure that we're building blends with the statistics around quality involved. But basically the three metrics are pre-survey, which is kind of bots and fraud, which most people that buy sample, this is, they're unaware of all the blocking that we do beforehand. Um, we measure within the survey. So if you program a term, a quality term within a survey, we measure that. And then removals post-survey, we put all that into a formula. Boom, outcome score. We can look at it by country, by device, by type of work, by partner, by client. We look at it over time. It's really kind of cool. Man, that was like three minutes on that. Reach out to Mary Draper yeah. or myself for a longer version of that. I will put the link for people to download it in our show notes. But we're really proud of it. Um, I was at IIEX uh, a couple months ago in Austin, and there was a panel, and they said, is anybody evaluating quality standpoint across the entire industry? Um, the answer to that is yes, we are doing that. We have been doing that for a while. Um, we just went public with this, but we've been using it internally for a while. So we're happy to kind of release it and talk about it. I call it SCORE. That's kind of an internal working name. I'm not sure how to spell that or anything. But that's what I call it. I call it SCORE. <laughs> so, some people call are we gonna have to redo this one i hope not um this is <laughs> holding the line i'm gonna have to edit this is the sample quality optimization rating and uh, basically it's a rank order of all our partners by a million different aspects so that's score yeah and there is a we can kind of go into market research news, but part of that is we're going to ease into it with a new report that got released. What was it? Late last week, early this week? I don't know because yeah. I was on vacation last week. Anything that happened work-wise last week didn't exist. So It was, it was last week. It was the uh, SMR report. That's when you're talking about, I'm assuming? Yes. Yeah. Um, so SMR released their global top 50 insights companies. So this is the time of year that I guess when people get out these reports kind of talking about our industry, uh, an overview of the industry and ranking them in some different metrics. This one's kind of interesting. Why don't I read, how about this? I'll read through the top 10. You give me, give the initial feedback. Okay, go we'll for start it. start with you. Yep, right, top, I'll, I'll give my initial feedback. All right, top 10, IQVIA, um, yep. Global Provider of Advanced Analytics. Um, we've heard of them, Gartner. Yep. Um, number three, Salesforce. And this I mean, is where my question starts. That's, that's where I love to go for marketing research solutions with Salesforce. Number four, Adobe Systems, which yep. they're, they're well known for conjoint analysis. Or I don't know. Um, number four is Adobe. Number five, Nielsen, the Nielsen company. All right, they deserve it, right? I'm not going to. Yep, makes sense. Makes sense. Cantar is six. We start to see the real marketing research companies here at five, Nielsen, six, Cantar, seven, Ipsos. Um, so those are the three really, I think most researchers consider them to be the three big ones. Um, number eight is IHS Market, which market, of course, isn't spelled like you would expect it to be spelled. It's spelled with an I. Number nine is CoStar Group. And number 10 is Nielsen IQ. Since Nielsen kind of split in two companies, they get two top 10 spots deservedly. Brian Peterson, what do you think of the top 10? So my question isn't around necessarily the top 10, but there are some questionable parameters on who was let into this, such as 
Is it just companies that have any sort of analytics products? Because Salesforce, I, I don't think that fits my vision of what an insights company is. Same with Adobe. This is someone who is using Adobe products less than an hour ago to ch- to work on a brochure. Oh, so I get that they like, have it. Did it help you with your questionnaire design or coding no. or no. analysis? I, I get that they have some stuff. It says like their real-time CPD audience manager target. So some of that is for advertising and maybe that's what I'm missing here. They have some advertising stuff, but I don't see them fitting in. My real problem gets in when you get into a little bit deeper at number 13, HubSpot. Don't, I don't even know what to say there. Well, they're, they're definitely fast growing. They're useful right. in marketing research, but the, I wouldn't consider them an insights company. I don't, I, I don't even consider them a data analytics company. Yeah. They provide metrics, but yeah. Going down a little bit farther, the one that probably got me the most was MailChimp. That MailChimp, is ranked number yeah. 20. So at this point, they've let any sort of database type company stuff in her. If it's an email marketing or a marketing automation type platform that has some sort of analytics, smart, and I see the in quotes under here is MarTech. So they're letting marketing technology companies in. Those aren't insights companies. I'm sorry. And How I'm about prob- Deloitte? Deloitte's number 12, Brian. I, I get that. That is a gray area because they are a management consultant firm. So they are doing yeah. research for clients. So I, yeah. I get that one. That's a gray area. I mean, but I can let that one slide. We're, My we're issue kinda, is with the other ones. We're kind of, jo- well, somewhat joking on the list. We don't want to diminish the hard work that went into this. And it's a well done no. report. Um, it's looking at some metrics that I haven't seen before around fast growing. They got a lot of data. I'm not sure how they got. Um, so this is interesting. I, I absolutely recommend downloading it. It's free. SMR sometimes puts out a lot of reports that aren't free. This one's a free one. You can download it. A lot of work going into this, so I don't I don't want to diminish that. So thank you to SMR right. for putting this out. It's I've read it. It's really cool. I may disagree with some of the companies in there, but the, it's interesting. I'm sure they can defend it. Um, you see IRI at 11, GFK at 14, Qualtrics at 15, McKinsey 16. Um, so more what I would consider more traditional marketing research. You see Dynato, uh, Boston Consulting Group. Um, it keeps going on and on and on. Yeah. I mean, really good um, kind of a summary of what they do. They look at the largest companies by country, which is kind yeah. of cool. I hadn't seen that kind of thing before. So if you want to know um, the, the largest three players, is what they call it, the largest players in alphabetical order for each country in France or Ghana or Israel or Mexico, um, you can see it. And so yep. it's really cool. It's an interesting report. It's not that long either. So it's an easy read. And so special thanks go to Outsell, um, Insight Association, uh, Michigan State University, Michael Brereton, who's a legend in marketing research um, and on the board of Michigan State. He does a great job and then facilitated by SMR. So, you know, we, we joke around, give him a hard time, but <laughs> thank you for putting it out. Yes. You want to go on some other news? Yes. <laughs> All right. So first up, Andrew Moffitt, Mark Slob, and several other former Dynata, Nielsen, and Kantar employees have launched a new data firm called Curious Insights. Curious yeah. Insight. They use a proprietary mobile app to collect millions of data points on people. So yeah. I'll let first you go off, first. First off, we got to talk about the name, which, by the way, someone reached out to me about SCORE which we just talked about a minute ago and gave me a hard time about it. That was deserved. But you had you, nothing to do with that. You though. don't know how to spell score, first off. 
But secondly, let's talk more about Curious. Q-R-I-O-U-S. I guess we're running out of words and vowels are overrated, but um, on a serious note, I know Andrew Moffat, really good guy, smart guy, uh, been around for a long time. A lot of these guys have been around the industry for quite a while. And so I expect this to be a really cool company that I think they're going to be successful. They've talked a lot about behavioral data assets in communities and they license omni-channel data and all kinds of cool stuff, conducting research based on observed behavior. Already have offices in the US, Ireland, and Spain. So that's kind of cool. Is that um, where the so, three of them are based? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, they can call uh, that an office. It's, yeah. it's 2022. It's an office, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I'm working from the Springboro office of EMI. So okay. um, my only question is how, if they're using the proprietary mobile app to collect a million data points, how this balances out with all these, all the data privacy legislation. So, and how are they remaining compliant with that? Because this seems like it's changing on a daily basis yep. and you get one angry person who doesn't read it correctly and now lawsuits and such and such about, yep. oh, you were tracking me? Um, and I'll say this as about an hour ago, I was scrolling through Twitter and saw some news that Tim Hortons, proud Canadian brand, had settled a class action lawsuit because their app was tracking tracking customers without yeah. the, without customers knowledge yeah while the while the award the damage award to each customer i won't get into cuz you will laugh but it's just that that popped up like it was tracking customers so how is it like how are they going to get around this kind of stuff what, i guess i'll damage? tell you you got every client, everyone who got this notification that they were part of this settlement got a free hot beverage and pastry. I'm not joking. I saw the, I so, saw the write up. So they got a coffee Canadian. and a donut. They that's got a coffee and a donut. That's Canadian thing, right? Yeah. And the, and the people are probably happy with it, right? Um, Seeing as cool. where I grew up, there were lots of, uh, it would not be surprising if you were at an intersection to see Tim Hortons on two of the four corners. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, yeah. It's iconic Canadian brand. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool that you just get a coffee and a donut or whatever. I, I'm and, a little more disappointed yeah. with that was the settlement, but it was yeah. a little chuckle to that. But, yeah. but I mean, you're going to see more and more of those lawsuits. I'm just curious on how they're going to navigate that. And I'm sure more yeah. will be coming soon. Yeah. So I'm sure, you know, they're, they're experienced. I'm sure they know what they're doing. But yes, it's some, certainly some challenges and some roadblocks on their way as they try to scale it. Right. I'm sure there's tons of legal stuff that people are signing when they're signing up and making like double, triple, quadruple right. verifications and such. All right. Our next one. Schlesinger and Maru have partnered for a new venture called Quantitative Insight Communities, giving clients access to qual, quant, and advanced research methodologies in one platform. Yeah, kind of cool. So it's nice to see Rob Berger's picture in here. Um, so, I mean, Schlesinger just, I mean, if they're, not, they're not in the news every week. They're going to force themselves into the news every week. This makes a lot of sense to me. Those two companies are joined to the hip now. And so that's why they did it is to try to get qual and quant on the same platform. I think as an industry, we're moving toward, towards kind of blurring the lines between qual and quant. So this is this is needed in the, in the industry. So good job. Yeah. Uh, another story. Ironwood Insights has expanded their phone surveying capabilities with three new hires and the opening of a new call center in Idaho. And I will preface that it is rare. It we 
are being, we joke that we're actually legitimate now because people are actually sending us press releases. So I'll put that out there. If you have a press release, send it to us. So yeah, we'll talk about it. We, yeah. may not, we may make fun of your name or something, but we'll certainly talk about it. Not making fun of anything here. Um, no. I'm not familiar with Ironwood Insights, but when you're growing like this, um, getting the news, that's always good. I love that there's a call center in Rexburg, Idaho. That's kind of cool. But it's a newer company, Ironwood Insights, Ironwood Insights, hard to say. Um, 2018 merger of Ironwood Insights with um, a data collection specialist called Information Alliance, and they also acquired Discovery Research Group, DRG. We know them. And so they do all kinds of kind of unique ways to recruit for marketing research. Right. Yeah. Because normally you don't hear a lot of, hey, we're opening new call centers. It's more the news of we're closing our call centers. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so this call center uh, right next to BYU Rexburg in Idaho or Utah. I, I don't know. My geography is not good in that area. Yeah. So. But hey, good, good job for them. I was, I, you know, I love it. Always love it when companies are expanding and and hiring. That's always good for our industry. And and given the news this week that in a recession period or whatever, it's not great. Our economy isn't great. Yeah, let's put it that way. It's not great. <laughs> yeah, negative growth for two straight quarters. Um, and I think our insights industry, as we talked about a second ago with the other report, uh, growing sixteen point six percent and a lot of hiring. A lot of activity going on. I think we're certainly a strong in a strong position as an industry. Um, we know that companies that spend more in tough economic times tend to grow faster than those that don't spend. So I'm hoping that trend continues and our, everybody's doing great in marketing research and insights. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually was our last story for today. Yeah. Well, quick one. This is not a, this is a, you know, we've gone for six weeks and we only have 20 minutes to talk. Yeah, well, we're lucky to get the 20 minutes in, to be honest. All right, well, cool. Hopefully, I'll see some of you all at a conference, upcoming conference. If I don't see you in Georgia or Chicago, um, reach out to us with any guests, um, ideas, topics, complaints. We'll take complaints. We'll read yeah. them on the air. We would love, if you are not happy with something I just said, or I'm, I'm sure I'm the offender here, I will read no, them on no, the air. No, not this time. Not today. I'm sure I'm going to hear about it. So um, thanks for listening, as always. We'll hopefully be back in the next week or two. I'll probably be doing some live podcasting, I'm hoping, in Georgia. That's always a debacle. Could be fun. Could be disaster. Probably a little bit of both. Um, Remember, so we'll hit the record button. That's right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.